I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. On this episode of Newt's World, Facebook announced on Wednesday, May 5th, that their oversight board, a company-appointed panel, ruled that the ban of President Donald J. Trump for life from their social media platform was justified at the time, but added that the company should reassess its action and make a final decision in six months. Many Americans who believe in our Constitution and our First Amendment right to free speech were shocked by their decision, me included. At the end of the day, this will be a fiercely debated conversation about big tech's power over free speech online. And I wanted to take a few minutes today to talk about how I think Facebook's decision is a betrayal of America and America's core values. Twitter and Facebook first locked the accounts of President Donald J. Trump from their social media platforms on Wednesday, January 6, 2021, following the violence at the U.S. Capitol. At the time, President Trump had 88 million followers on Twitter, and 35 million followers on Facebook. At the time, Twitter released a statement over their platform that said, quote, As a result of the unprecedented and ongoing violence situation in Washington, D.C., we have required the removal of three at real Donald Trump tweets that were posted earlier today for repeated and severe violations of our civic integrity policy. A Twitter spokesman also added, quote, Our public interest policy which has guided our enforcement action in this area for years, ends where we believe the risk of harm is higher. Following Twitter's shutdown of Trump's account, Facebook barred President Trump for 24 hours 
after finding he violated the company's, quote, rules, and also announced they would shut down his Instagram account as well. Facebook owns Instagram. Once this action was taken in the first 24 hours, the woke left mob seized on it. They used Twitter's own platform to call for Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey to take down President Trump's Twitter account permanently. Venture capitalists with deep investments in Silicon Valley companies joined in. According to the New York Times, Chris Saka, a tech investor who invested in Twitter, said, quote, For four years, you've rationalized this terror, inciting violent treason is not a free speech exercise. Chris Saka, a tech investor who had invested in Twitter, wrote to Mr. Dorsey and Facebook's chief executive, Mark Zuckerberg, If you work at those companies, it's on you too. Shut it down. So even after their platforms had once argued that President Trump's social media posts were in the public interest, Dorsey and Zuckerberg were getting pressure from a lot of different places to ban President Trump. In an internal memo to Facebook employees, Zuckerberg said that he was, quote, saddened by this mob violence. He said Facebook had stepped up the moderation of Mr. Trump's comments because the situation was, quote, an emergency. Quote, the peaceful transition of power is critical to the functioning of our democracy, and we need our political leaders to lead by example and put the nation first, Mr. Zuckerberg wrote. On January 7th, Zuckerberg announced that they would ban President Trump from their platform until the end of his term as president on January 20th. They gave no indication at that time that they would take further action. But Zuckerberg added, quote, We believe the risks of allowing the president to continue to use our service during this period are simply too great. On the same day, January 7th, Twitter unlocked President Trump's account and allowed the president to send out tweets again. He tweeted out a two-minute and 41-second video. Have a listen to what he had to say. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. 
Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. While this was all going on, other social media platforms like YouTube, Snapchat, and Twitch all took various actions against the president's ability to use their platforms to communicate. President Trump was still welcome on Parler, the social media platform that pitched itself as a free speech alternative to Facebook and Twitter. By Saturday, January 9th, Apple listed Parler as the number one free app being downloaded from the App Store. Then big tech came after Parler. First, Apple and Google removed Parler from their app stores. Then Amazon told Parler that it was no longer welcome to use its Amazon Web Services platform to host Parler. And this effectively shut Parler down. At the time, Parler CEO John Matsey said, quote, Tech giants had acted in a coordinated effort to completely remove free speech off the Internet. All of these social media companies say they're banning President Trump for violation of their platform rules or policies. But now I want to take you back through why that's the most absurd allegation in all of this when we come back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
First of all, the hypocrisy of Facebook is unbelievable. I'm going to go out and let me tell you, I think this actually helps Trump. This proves that Trump is a martyr. It proves that these left-wing oligarchs in California hate him. He's going to be able to communicate. I mean, anybody who thinks Donald Trump can't find a way to get around a bunch of guys who are billionaires but not very smart, I think is just kidding themselves. What these guys have proven is they know how to make money. They haven't proven that they can solve anything. When I walk you through some of the hypocrisy, you will be appalled at how bad they are. So Trump now can be the advocate of free speech. Biden will be somewhere between asleep in the basement and hiding. If you can silence someone who got 75 million votes, you could censor anybody. And it presently will occur to Democrats, oh, that means them too. And I think that these oligarchs are walking their companies out on the edge of a catastrophe. I just did a show with Larry Kudlow a few minutes ago on Fox. Larry's guest before me was talking about making it possible to sue these guys for damages. And they're going to face that kind of retribution. And whether they face it under the Democrats or they face it in 2023 when Speaker McCarthy is in charge and when the Republicans have regained control of the Senate, they are going to pay an enormous price before this is over. And to show you how really sick this is, I'm going to give you some numbers. If you're listening to this while you're driving, do not try to write while you're driving. Let's ask ourselves the question, if Donald Trump is unacceptable, by the way, I think the whole thing about who's on the board, what's the board get paid, what was the reasoning for their decision, all this stuff, this is just garbage. This is some nitwit Harvard Business School graduate who has figured out a clever way, assuming the rest of us are idiots. And it has no meaning. I mean, it's not going to in any way protect or improve Facebook's position. But let me give you an example. Donald Trump is really dangerous and we can't let him out. Well, how about Xinhua, which is a Chinese news agency? Oh, it has 90 million followers on Facebook. Oh, how about the People's Daily, the Communist Party's major newspaper? Oh, it has 86.5 million followers on Facebook. Well, how about the Global Times, another Chinese communist publication? Oh, it has 62.8 million followers on Facebook. How about CCTV, Chinese communist television? It's at 49.8 million followers. And then CGTN, the Chinese global TV network, it's at 116.8 million followers. Now, do you really believe that Donald Trump is a greater threat than the Chinese totalitarian dictatorship? Do you really believe that Facebook has to protect us from a man who served as president of the United States and got 75 million votes? And by the way, since you didn't get any votes, what's your moral authority for doing this? Just because you're rich? I mean, there's something really sick about this whole process. But let me go beyond. We didn't want to just pick on the Chinese because we thought that wasn't fair. Although it is weird that the Chinese can be engaging in genocide. The Chinese can be crushing freedom in Hong Kong. The Chinese can be threatening Taiwan. The Chinese just announced recently that nobody who's under seven can go to a Christian event and that every Christian is going to have to pledge loyalty to China over loyalty to God. So you might think that this board, if they were looking at the real world, would conclude that maybe the Chinese communist dictatorship and Xi Jinping are a greater threat 
than Donald Trump. But that wouldn't be politically correct. Of course, plus, Facebook makes a lot of money in China. And let's face it, patriotism dies at the pocketbook for these guys. They have no patriotism if it threatens their pocketbook. But let's go beyond China. Venezuela, the dictatorship of Nicolas Maduro. Oh, he has 1,198,000 followers on Facebook. Now I'll let you decide. Is Maduro a greater threat or Donald Trump? This is an absurdity. This would be a great comedy. Saturday Night Live ought to spend an entire skit on the decision-making process of Facebook. How about Russia? There is a page which is facebook.com slash ian.kremlin.rus slash backslash. Oh, that is the official movement in support of Vladimir Putin, who you might remember is not only a dictator, former KGB officer, currently trying to poison his primary competitor, has troops surrounding Ukraine. But after all, compared to Donald Trump, how can we think of Vladimir Putin badly? So it doesn't matter much because he only has 83,000 people who like the page and 86,000 who follow it. But the other post they've got, which is facebook.com slash Putin backslash, that has 3,060,000 people following the page. Now, I ask you, do you honestly believe that Donald Trump is a greater threat than Vladimir Putin? If he is, why was there all this left-wing worry about some kind of Russian project? Oh, but that's different because this is, after all, on Facebook, and they need to make money. And Putin, after all, hasn't done anything terrible this week, or at least not that we know about it because they have pretty good secrecy. Cuba, Miguel Diaz-Canel Bermudez. He has about 24,000 followers. But after all, the famous Castro dictatorship, some 60 years of imprisoning the Cuban people, expelling the middle class, running a police state. But at least he's not Donald Trump. Then you get to Iran. Hassan Rouhani has 181,000 followers on Facebook. So think about it. Before I get to Americans, this so-called board has concluded that a man who got 75 million votes served as president of the United States, is more dangerous than the dictator of Venezuela, the dictator of Russia, the dictator of Cuba, the dictator of Iran, or the Chinese communist totalitarian system. Now, this could suggest to you that Facebook's not particularly patriotic, that it has no common sense, that somehow foreign dictatorships are less threatening than an American president. Well, let's look here at home. Louis Farrakhan's group, and Louis Farrakhan is a known anti-Semite who has preached hate regularly. Well, the Nation of Islam, which is his organization, has 81,000 followers on Facebook. But after all, at least he's not Donald Trump. So Louis Farrakhan's okay, Donald Trump is. We recently saw Maxine Waters urging the crowd to stay in the street to confront people. She has 375,000 followers. And of course, you couldn't imagine offending Maxine Waters. Black Lives Matter, 786,000 followers on Facebook. 
Two of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, Alicia Garza, has 66,000 followers. Patrice Coulars has about 14,000 followers. Now, I just gave you that as a sample. I can't tell you how disgusted I feel that Zuckerberg, who was made a billionaire by the United States, whose entire system has been protected by the American military, who has relied on the stature of this country, whose entire business exists because of the freedoms in this country, that he would preside over some phony, totally, absolutely dishonest process in order to keep Donald Trump off Facebook while allowing the Chinese, the Russians, the Venezuelans, the Iranians, etc., on Facebook. This should be an absolute national scandal. They should be digging into who's on the board, what does the board get paid, what's, what are their credentials, how do they make this decision, and why have they not gone after any of these other dictators? So I think it is truly a national scandal. I think that it's not going to go away. And I think as people realize that they could, in fact, be censored, I could be censored. We're very aware at Gingrich 360 that if we say the wrong things in the wrong order and we trigger the wrong algorithm, we might be off, not able to communicate. So it's inherently dangerous to have the government do it. I think it's worse to have oligarchs who are billionaires who have no moral authority and no structure of authority have this kind of power unilaterally. When we come back, I'll reveal more about the Facebook Oversight Board. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Oversight Board at Facebook is an independent board reportedly made up of a panel of about 20 people who are, quote, journalists, activists, academics, and lawyers, which that right there should tell you they're all left-wing liberals. These were all people picked up by Facebook executives, including Zuckerberg, to deliberate company decisions like an internal Supreme Court. But let's be clear about how independent they really are. According to reporting in the New York Times, quote, Facebook funds the board with a $130 million trust and top executives played a big role in its formation. So if you think they are independent in their decision-making, think again. In fact, the New York Post reported on Wednesday just who serves on the board. Quote, What do you get if you cross a former Danish prime minister, someone who once edited the left-wing Guardian newspaper, a Yemeni activist, a bunch of law professors, a Pakistani digital rights advocate? The predictable banning of Donald Trump. Those are just some of the members of the Facebook Oversight Board, a kind of social media Supreme Court, one the left has already packed. Yesterday, the group extended the banning of Trump from Facebook for six months, urging the company to come up with guidelines that would extend his censoring. Considering how central Facebook can be to political fundraising and outreach, not to mention news, exiling Trump is no small matter. It is meddling with democracy, close quote. But I will give the board this. The board said that an indefinite suspension of Trump's account was, quote, not appropriate because it was not a penalty defined in Facebook's policies and that the company should apply a standard of punishment such as a time-bound suspension or a permanent ban. The board gave Facebook six months to make a final decision on President Trump's account status. In the meantime, President Trump is fighting back. On Tuesday, his team announced a new website from the desk of Donald J. Trump which you can visit by going to donaldjtrump.com. President Trump is wisely using his own platform to release his statements. Here's what he posted on May 5th in response to Facebook. Quote, What Facebook, Twitter, and Google have done is a total disgrace and an embarrassment to our country. Free speech has been taken away from the President of the United States because the radical left lunatics are afraid of the truth. But the truth will come out anyway, bigger and stronger than ever before. The people of our country will not stand for it. These corrupt social media companies must pay a political price and must never again be allowed to destroy and decimate our electoral process. Thank you for listening. You can read about big tech versus free speech on our show page at newtsworld.com. Newsworld is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers. Our producer is Garnsey Sloan. And our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. 
Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcast and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at Gingrich360.com newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.